Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon, how are you today? Sandy, I am doing great. How about yourself? Wonderfully. I love summer. I say that every time we do this because I do love summer. And boy, have you been getting a heaping helping of it recently. It is hot. <laughs> it is really, really hot. We do this here in Southern Oregon. Every year we get a week or two of really, really hot, but we're used to it. Fortunately, we are able to stay out of the sun and stay as cool as possible. And it all works. So, it's all good. <laughs> seasons are one of the reasons that we moved here. We like the definite seasons, and there is no question which one we're in right now. Exactly. And we're loving it, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm looking forward to today's episode because it's a really important topic. It is. Today, we're talking about apologizing. And it's funny, I've been thinking about this a lot, despite the fact that we've been planning to talk about it. My husband is toying with the idea of running for some kind of local office. We were kind of cracking jokes about it. And I was saying, jokingly, you know, I'm more than happy to be a political wife, but I will never stand next to you and listen to you apologize for cheating on me. And, <laughs> and he laughed and said, I'll never do the same. So I guess we don't have to worry about it. Um, but that got me thinking about all the legal ensuings that are taking place right now with regard to January 6th and all the lawmakers over the past few years who have stood up in front of God and everybody and quote unquote apologized mm. and then instantly enter rehab or go to therapy or whatever to make it look like they're actually trying to change something and right. how little that means these days. Saying I'm sorry really doesn't mean much and there is a right way to do it. Yes, there is. Maybe they are sincere. Maybe they do regret for a variety of reasons what they did or what they said, but that will show itself in the coming days and weeks and months and years and how they choose to behave as they move ahead. Yeah. And that's the thing about an apology is it's just a start. If you do something that hurts someone inadvertently or on purpose, and you want to maintain the relationship, you really have to give it a lot of serious thought and then apologize from the bottom of your heart. You have to acknowledge it. Even if you change your behavior in that moment and never do anything remotely similar to what you did that hurt the person, if you don't start by acknowledging what you did, no healing will take place. Exactly. And when you apologize sincerely, you're able to acknowledge what you did that hurt somebody mm -hmm. and share your regret and remorse and acknowledge that you were wrong and also hopefully talk about what happened and what is and is not allowed in your relationship. That's a good point because you may be acting in a way that you think is consistent with the rules in your relationship, but if the other person doesn't agree to those rules, then you're kind of operating blindly. Exactly. And you can offend people without even realizing it. I think I've told you I did that and I was horrified. I try really hard not to go around offending people. <laughs> we were at dinner with a group of people I thought were my friends, and we were having a general discussion about a particular topic. It wasn't a political topic. I don't talk politics. It was about human behavior and that kind of thing. And being a counselor psychology person, I have some education and shared what I knew. 
and the table got really quiet and then somebody changed the subject. And I didn't realize until months later that I had really offended everybody by sharing my thoughts on a particular subject. It was sad because what people did was they just started to distance themselves from us. We would call and say, hey, let's get together for dinner. And they'd be, oh, no, we're busy. But nobody ever said, hey, you were out of line. And finally, eight months later, my husband was talking to one of the other husbands. He said, hey, you know, it'd be fun to get together. And the other guy said, you know, I don't think that's going to happen because you guys really offended a lot of people at that dinner. And it was like, oh my gosh, nobody told us. Nobody said anything. We had no clue. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was just really unfortunate. So I got on the phone immediately and called each person and said, I just learned this and I am so sorry. And I was not being judgmental or critical. I was just sharing what I knew. In a professional capacity, right? Right. And I had no idea that I was stepping on somebody's toes or being hurtful in any way. They were all nice, but said, okay, thank you. That's all right. And we haven't seen them since. And it was such an awakening, but really sad thing that we learned they weren't really good friends. Yeah. Because good friends would have, at the moment, said, wait a minute, you're offending this person here. And I would have said, oh my gosh, I had no clue that this person was dealing with whatever it was we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Instead, everybody just shut down and went away. I apologized profusely and realized they weren't that good of friends, but the fact that nobody stood up for our friendship told us a lot too. So there's two sides of this kind of thing. I'm very sorry that you had to go through that. And it's brutal learning who your friends are and who your friends aren't. Yeah. But I also think these days, people go out of their way to be offended. Yes. And it isn't as if you were just stating an opinion that wasn't informed. Right, exactly. Although we all have a right to those too. <laughs> right. But it is kind of a statement on the world today that you have to be very careful, even what topics you broach, because it seems to be in vogue to be offended or to be somehow victimized. So I'm sorry you went through that. And I'm very proud of you for apologizing. And I know that given the chance, you would, after having said you were sorry, then continue to correct the behavior going forward. Oh, yeah. We'd never do that again. If you don't know, you don't know. So when you find out, you need to do something about it. Also, I apologize for me because I don't go around deliberately hurting people. And I needed to be who I am by owning it and letting them know that I just learned what I'd done and that's not who I am. And I apologize greatly. And is there anything I can do to make it better? You know. And I know that on your part, that the line of communication is still open. If any of those people wanted to come forward and talk about it at this point, you'd still welcome that. Absolutely. And that's, I think, really key, that sometimes it takes the other party, the offended party, a little bit longer to come around to accepting the idea of moving forward. If you keep that communication channel open, then it, it makes it that much easier for you to work through it. Exactly. They know, I said at the end of our phone call, would love to see you again. So we're here whenever you're ready. 
and haven't heard from anybody. But That's challenging though, because what's happening when you're apologizing is that you're saying, I'm very sorry, I violated your trust and I'd right. like to regain my trustworthiness. And for you right. to move forward in that situation, they have to trust you again, but you have to trust them again. And mm-hmm. that, that's true. you know, it goes both ways in your situation. And that's what happens when you do something like that, it destroys trust. And there are some things like you and your husband were joking about cheating on each other, which you guys would never do. But in my world, that's a trust breaker that is not fixable. Deal breakers. Yes, there are some things that you can apologize till the cows come home. And once that trust is broken, then it's gone. And that takes us back to the boundaries conversation. You very clearly stated this is a boundary that I will not deal with somebody crossing. Exactly. And we all have to have those. We all have to know what our boundaries are and know what we will and will not accept and what an apology will or will not cover. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so complicated. <laughs> and we've all been in those situations where somebody's done something big or small and they say, I'm so sorry, but. Oh, oh, that's not an apology. And you're like, no, 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 no. Put a period before the but. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and they get rid of the but. Right. You no, know, because but just negates everything you just said. I have a great quote about that. It says, never rue an apology with an excuse. And that was Benjamin Franklin. So it's interesting that you instantly followed up with an apology when you found out why your friends had been hurt and that you did it for them as much as you did it for yourself. Because if you don't apologize for things, you can build up resentment and anger and shame in yourself. It can take a huge toll on your self-esteem. Oh, absolutely. It's just so important to own your stuff. So there is a process. Let's go through the steps. It's not just one step saying, I'm sorry, there's more than that. You have to take responsibility for your words and actions and own it without the but, without the excuse, without the explanation. Just own it. Acknowledge that you made a mistake. I think it's important to throw in here that owning it means acknowledging that you hurt the other person. I've been in situations where I didn't do anything I thought was wrong, right? but it did hurt the other person, put them in a difficult situation. Even if I would make the same decision again, because I thought that my reasons for doing so were valid and good, the other person is somehow wounded by it. So that's what you're acknowledging. Exactly. You're recognizing that what you did hurt or caused pain to the other person, even though it wasn't your intention. Well, or even if you don't think you did anything wrong. I mean, I have a long sordid story that, you know, I took a couple of actions that got me fired, but I still think I was doing the right thing. Yes. But it put my boss in a very challenging situation and that was not my intent. So yes. Yeah. And I'm sure you apologized to your boss for what happened, but it wasn't your intent to cause any kind of problems. Right. An apology must be really sincere and complete. You have to acknowledge that you did something the other person perceived as wrong. Yes. And own it. You know, when I said whatever I wasn't thinking or I realize I hurt your feelings, I'm really sorry. That wasn't my intention. Yeah, it can't be like when we were kids and you would say, Shannon, apologize to your brother. And I'd go, sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're like, like no, let's try yes. that again, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and then find out if there's anything you can do to make amends. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can do to fix it? If you broke something, like if you broke a vase or something, 
it was an antique and I was like, oh dear, that's terrible. Where can I get another one? What can I do? How can I replace that? Mm -hmm. If you said something hurtful, you say, I know my words hurt you. I never intended that. If you broke trust, that's a huge one. It's what can I do to help rebuild your trust? And if you violated somebody's beliefs without realizing it, you can say, I respect where you're coming from and really didn't intend for you to feel attacked. I was just sharing my thoughts, but I was not attacking yours, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So Mark Matthews said, apologizing does not always mean you're wrong and the other person is right. It just means you value your relationship more than your ego. Oh, that's so good. And so important to realize that sometimes you apologize for the sake of the relationship. Yeah, they talk about that a lot in all those how to be married well books about which hill do you want to die on, you know? (laughs) Sometimes it's better to be nice and kind and wrong. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because we're all wrong sometimes and we're all right sometimes. And it's nice if both people involved can acknowledge both of those. Yeah. So sometimes I've recognized in friends and family members that they are, and I'm sure I have sometimes been slow to apologize just because doing so feels like giving away some of your power. It feels like putting yourself at somebody else's mercy. Mm. I think people are sometimes afraid to apologize because they think it puts them in a weaker position. It probably does, but not long term. And it really actually, I think, makes you stronger because you're owning your stuff. You're taking responsibility. You're standing tall and looking in the eye and saying, wow, I'm so sorry that that hurt you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't think you're actually giving away power, although it might feel like it at the time because you're letting them be right. Yeah, it makes you feel really vulnerable sometimes, acknowledging that you were human, Yeah, saying I failed, I'm sorry. Yeah, they know you're human. You know you're human. They're human. And I think it's the bigger person who can own that. And frequently you're Apology is followed up by apology on their part also. Yes, exactly. And that is the way you start rebuilding trust right away and letting each other know that your relationship is more important than the ego or whatever it was the situation was. Yep, but you got to mean it. No fake apologies just to get the other person to say it also. Yeah, the I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Eh. <laughs> kind of like you, you when you were a kid. Sorry. Yeah, no. Sorry. <laughs> I had a childhood friend when I was quite young, six, seven, eight, somewhere in there, who her catchphrase was, sorry, Charlie. Oh, geez. And she would do something to hurt you or to ignore you or, you know, sometimes things on purpose to kind of make you feel uncomfortable. And you'd be like, hey, what was that? And she'd go, sorry, Charlie. And it was so flippant. Oh, so rude. Oh, my gosh. She was little. I hope she's still not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you weren't friends for very long. And obviously there was no trust between you. Well, you know, when you're little, you're friends with the people you see a lot. Right. Exactly. It's when you get older, you go, hey, maybe that person's decisions aren't quite what I want to be designing my life around. Exactly. As we grow, we look around and we become aware of who other people are and see if they fit in with our values and with our boundaries. Then if they don't, we let them go. Ultimately, that's what this is about. If you value respect and honesty and trust, then if somebody you care about feels you violated those values, you want to make it right. 
So in most relationships, there will come a time when one person or the other will do something that harms or offends or hurts the other person. Yes, you can't help but do that, just being human. (laughs) And if it's intentional, then you need to look at whether you want to be in that relationship anymore. Yes. But most of the time, I would guess it is unintentional. And if you want to preserve the relationship, then there are some steps you need to take. Yes. Both people, ideally, will take those steps. One person will apologize and the other person will realize, oh, well, I need to be responsive to this so that we can continue our relationship and keep our trust. People who don't accept an apology pretty much slam the door on a relationship. Yeah. So if somebody apologizes to you, it's really important if you value the relationship at all that you hear it and respect it and thank them for it. And if you had any part in making what happened happened, apologize for your part in that. Mm -hmm. And then the two of you talk about how you're moving ahead. And you got to be specific. You can't just say, I'm sorry if something I said offended you. Yes. You got to say, I'm sorry that X made you feel Y. Yes. And if you don't know what Y is, you got to ask. Exactly. And then you have to follow up with, I didn't intend that at all. I'm really sorry it happened. What can I do to fix it, to make it better? And you got to refrain from getting defensive. Yes, absolutely. Because that just makes it worse. Well, that makes it so that the apology isn't real. If, If you say, I'm really sorry, I had no clue that I was saying something that violated your beliefs or whatever, and they get mad at you and say, yes, but you know, this, 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 and this, and then you get defensive, you just destroyed your apology. Yeah, you have to be willing to listen to them. Exactly. Apologizing is such an important part of any relationship. And there's so much more to it than it sounds like. Oh, absolutely. And it's for one-on-one or for it's for groups of people, or it's for companies or governments or whatever. People will notice after the apology, do you change your behavior? A lot of people, like you were saying, they make the apology and make a big deal about going to rehab or something, but then they come out and start drinking again. And they're not really sorry for what they put you through in the process. And Mm -hmm. there again, the trust is destroyed. So when you apologize, you have to be congruent. Your behavior and your words, your actions, everything has to back up your apology. I think we live in this day and age, especially when it comes to governments and corporations, and even some people, depending on their position, that there's a lot of apologizing that's designed to fit into legalese so that they're saying they're so sorry you're hurt, but not taking any responsibility so they don't get sued. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, that's not an apology. No. (laughs) That's not owning anything. Right. Take care to acknowledge it, recognize your part in whatever pain was caused, and then Mm -hmm. mean it when you say you're not going to do it again, and then don't. Yes. Well, thank you, Sandy. This is great advice that I think is basic enough that we can all just take it and move forward with it today. A lot of the stuff we talk about takes work and practice and self-talk and all that. And I think apologizing while there are more steps involved than maybe it seems at first glance, I think it's pretty basic. Acknowledge the harm mean it when you apologize for the harm and then don't inflict more harm. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So you can start rebuilding trust. Exactly. Because it's all about the trust. Absolutely. Well, we want to hear from you, whether it's your stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life, 
Or if there are any topics you'd like us to address in future episodes, let us know. You can also review our podcast wherever you stream, or you can visit yourpersonalpowerpod.com, click contact and drop us an email. We are excited to let you know that we are now on Instagram, where you can find us at yourpersonalpowerpod. And if you want to learn how coaching can change your life, contact Sandy at sandy at insidejobscoach.com. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, Find your power and change your life.